0: Welcome to season two of Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Rosalind McNally and Bibi Dalman. In this episode, we talk about practices that help us explore the water element. Hi and welcome, everyone. Hi, Rosaline. Hi. Good to have you back here. Thank
1: you. Always a pleasure.
0: So, this is a sequel, essentially, to last week's podcast. So, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, go back um, and have a listen because we talk in depth about you know the water element and how it expresses itself in our life and how to essentially uh, notice it and how. How it influences the healing journey, right? So, this week, um, what we're going to talk about, we talk about specific practices that either can invoke the water element or that can bring awareness to the water element. And just want to share with you some of our experiences um, with working with that element over the years, right? So, to get us started, Rosalind, um, do you want to just share a little bit about, you know, in a very basic level how to how to relate to the water element or what practices you you
1: use and mm. what we can do. Oh gosh <laughs> um, <laughs> so A, like very simple one would be work with water <laughs> you know like do uh, you know like some people you know there's, there's God I've seen loads of people chat about it, like since you know since March of this year and even before that there but I suppose people have maybe have more time on their hand but actually going out into the water or like if you think like in, it's everywhere in the world, but in Ireland we're known for the cold, the cold, cold water. Like so, they'd be out, you know, doing their out in their. I don't even know if there's a word for it. I can't remember what it's called, but out in the water, like. Um, but the, the if you think the cold water invigorates the system, you know, so they're doing or it's like those cold plunges they do. You know, you have them in spas and off there, like or a lot of people are doing. You know, the ice chip like the ice. You dip yourself in the ice, or whatever that's called. And they do the breathing practices through it. You know, so actually get, get into the water. Or think about, you know, when was the last time I was maybe even near water? You know, because not all of us live on the coast. Like, you know, some of us live right in the land. Like, or it could be, you know, your shower or the bath. You know, and if you think warm water then helps the system to relax. You know, like, so even different temperatures of the water interact with us differently. And we might be drawn to one more than the other. And we can actually explore then, you know, could there be a balance to that? You know, am I, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're chatting about the earth element. Am I pushing the body or can I relax into it? Am I forcing the body, you know, to go into the cold because like, you know, it's what you're, everybody's doing, it's what you should do and it's meant to be really, and it is really good for you, you know, but can I balance some of that with allowing in some heat, hot water to relax the system as well, like, and we need both, like. So uh, for me, it's like even just think about when was the last time I was near water and, you know, can I get near it or how do I interact with that element in a physical sense? Uh, well, like, and it can be as simple as, you know, like drinking water and becoming aware of actually drinking the water and how it feels running through your system. Do you know, like how often do we actually drink water? and be present with it and you were chatting about this you know like in the last episode that water invites us to meet ourselves where we are you know because we can't pre-plan that I'm going to feel this way in four hours time we can only set the intention that I hope to feel this throughout the day I hope to feel joy throughout the day but God knows what will land in front of me that may interfere with that there or challenge me to stay with the joy like or the, the sadness but with the water, when we're drinking it, do you know? Like it's kind of like we might be aware of it on a really hot day where we feel that coolness run through your system. But every day we can go into like ceremony with it and actually just drink it really consciously and go, God, like, you know, thank you water and feel it move through the body. It's gorgeous, yeah.
0: I think for me as well, it has so much to do with just being exposed and reflect on the different qualities of water. So temperature, but also, you know, even if you're at the sea, the the ocean isn't the same every single every single day. And you were talking about this two episodes ago about gardening, you know, and with the earth element and that, you know, most gardeners or people that are really working with the land in that way, there's a high level of spirituality. They may not call it necessarily that way. But I see the same in sort of fishermen, you know, that are out in the ocean regularly in that way. So there is something where the element can teach us directly without us having to necessarily take lessons as such. So I think there's huge power in... Uh, I've definitely learned at surfing Mm. to appreciate the different expressions of water (laughs) and what they can do to you (laughs) and how important it is to have certain skills (laughs) around um, navigating navigating water. But um, also to bring it back to what you were saying, drinking water and also see our response to it. I think there is so much wisdom in that, you know. If I drink cold water, how does that react um, in my body? When I drink, you know, lukewarm or room temperature water versus hot water, what is the water, the type of water that nourish me? It nourishes me more. A different. We all have different body types yeah. and energy systems, and for some of us, it's 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 perfectly fine to drink cold water. Um, I know as a fact if I want to get actually hydrated, it has to be at least room temperature or warmer. You know, my system doesn't take it any other way. So, you know, exposing yourself to to that type of um, the temperature of the water, but also, you know, sit at the sea or a pond or a river and just look at the movement. Because what's inherent in water it, compared to the earth, it introduces us to the steady movement the movement might be different but this continuum of expression and and just sitting with that and watching how that unfolds and then noticing the parallels you know where do we sense that in our life where is there fluidity or where is there a tidal wave you know where we feel totally out of our depths because you're not going to serve that so there is this you know taking the the vis visually the water that you see and are exposed to then as an analogy for your life and where do you see the different expressions and that water can express itself in all those different ways and we all you know it's so obvious to like a river isn't better than the sea (laughs) or a pond or a glass of water you know they're, they're all different expressions of water so to drop our maybe our judgment and around this idea of my fluidity has to express itself in this way well, sometimes it is tidal wave, sometimes it is like a steady stream and sometimes it is like a pond and for all of that to be okay. So I think just being with the water and allowing the element to teach you just by observing, um, which requires a certain level of patience and getting out of this Western doing mind and going like, okay, I'm going to sit there now and I'm going to take notes exactly what that water yeah. teaches me. It's like now that there has to be an, an openness to the moment and whatever comes through comes through. But I think that's a very... I think that's a practice that we all can engage in, regardless of where we live. You know, there's always some, whether it's tap water, whether it's like the ocean, there's always water around um, different temperatures, different ways. Or just even take a glass and just swirl it around and see, you know, what that does.
1: Let that inform you. Water's water. You know, one water's not better than the other water. It's all water. But our mind will do that there. Like, well, you know, it's only when I get to the ocean that I can really... You know, when I get to the West, then I can experience that. Or when I go on my holidays to a foreign country, then I get to see that beautiful, greedy water of Italy. You know, like and one water isn't better than the other to allow us to go into a relationship with us. It. It's all water. But every sort of flavor of water, in a sense, to use that word, can teach us different things about ourselves. But the same time, we don't have to wait because that's what our mind will do. Oh, well, I can't really experience that until I get to the beach or I can't really experience that until I go to such a place. But it's like, well, no, if you have a little stream, you can work with that. If you have just no, no stream, no nothing, and you're like, I'm in the Midlands, I'm dry land, I'm in the desert, there's still water there. That way we just might not see it. It's deep, deep, deep within the earth so we can work with the tap water, like, you know, where the little drips Do you know because it's all got the same power in it? But sometimes we just think more is more powerful. And one little drop of water in the same place over a long period of time can do a lot. (laughs) That way, like, you know, it can shift and change that landscape. So it's the same with us, like, but yeah, definitely it's like just go meet the element and see what is it inviting me in me and around me, and how do I feel energetically and emotionally when I'm in that quality at that moment because it will be different like that way it's never the same it's never the same like that way from one end of the, the beach possibly to the other from one part of the river to another from one little pocket of water to like the other little part of it it's it's all different that way so we're sort of even going on a journey with ourselves when we walk from one end to the other or just sit and watch as things move in that little small pool or puddle that could just be out in our garden or out in you know the tarmac even you know when we're watching that we're watching things move and how does it feel to me to even be with things that are moving Or how do I feel when I see, like, all the, maybe the branches and the leaves and the muck all gathering in an area? Do I automatically try and just go for the clean parts? Or can I dip my feet in, like? do You know, like, and to me, it's all all teaching us, like, every part of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, And sort of with... with
0: came to my mind because i just like to take it into the embodiment practice always you know so a way of okay we talked about like receiving the information from water and the water element and then there's a way of consciously practicing expressing water through you the water element in it's different forms and when we talk about an embodiment practice whether it's it's conscious dance or whether it's tai chi or whether it's yoga you know physical asana practice um there is a way of you know we we have the expression of flow yoga yeah. you know um but even within that there are different nuances you know i can flow super super slowly or i can you know notice everything or i can choose to flow faster and try not to cognitively catch everything and dissect everything and that has a different that brings a different quality to to me you know i can move very very gently within the pose you know allowing for that scanning the body where where can I be in the full expression even when we take take an alignment based practice where you stay in one pose for 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 longer periods of time where's the difference between holding and bracing a pose which represents in more of the the earthy element or like a a very dense expression of the earth element to can I have that, we were talking in the last episode about, can I have that framework, can I have this container of that a physical poses and still feel the inner whirling seed fluidity through the muscles, through the, because there's flow throughout the body all of the time, right, our blood flows, our lymph flows the entire time, there's electrical messages, messages, uh, chemical messages that are flowing constantly you know um through us um and so when i'm in this seemingly fixed i'm doing here uh, inverted commas perfectly aligned asana posture because oftentimes we think that's where the end of it is right i have the shape i've got it and then let's hold on to it well can i stay within that shape that i've put so much attention on refining this earth element but then can i allow for life to flow through it and that is what brings prana. That is what brings that sort of. We were talking last episode as well about the current, right, or the currency, the that the electricity that runs that can run through water. And so the whole idea of practicing physical yoga posture is to have an abundant of of, of prana, of life force, running through all parts of us, and that all parts of us are connected through this pranic flow, um, which is in a way the 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 water element, right? So through a physical embodiment practice, uh, you know, to use the shapes, a dance, tai chi, or yoga, um but see the, feel the fluidity within that, you know. Um, I think that's a beautiful way of practicing then the expression. Um But I think it's really important that this expression of, because we, in the Western world, we just tend to go to doing yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> that's where we first go to. So I think that's why we both were drawn to suggesting first to listen yeah. to the water element. So having that balance with, you know, sitting with water and receiving the information and then practicing of expressing in that way. And I think there are two sides of one coin that really helps us to, to, to see what the water element actually does within us and how it can help us in our healing journey to rebalance ourselves and realign ourselves from anywhere where we've become a little bit either stuck or just completely gone without any structure where everything is just powering over so it just brings us back to a sense of being home being home in our full potentiality
1: yeah yeah beautiful really nice um when you when you mention conscious dance Like in class, I'd often chat about, you know, if I asked us all to get up now and start moving, eh, what's the first instinct? Do you know, like, and for a lot of people, it's like, uh, ah, you know, no, no, no no way, no way. And that can be a lot of other things behind that. But to me, that's the, that's water, that's flow, that's fluidity and meet in the moment you know like if we watch kids they just get up and they move and if you think of their central part of their body their sacral their like their rib cage and all they're like their body just moves Do you know like there's no eh, 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 clunky 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 and as adults then we begin to get a little bit and it's not even like we're stuffed you know it could be the physical body but it's actually sort of the emotional center like I said, oh you, you are you because like, that kind of movement of free dance and of ecstatic a, a dance is you just move, let let the music move through you, the emotion of the music move through you almost, or whatever you feel that is, and express that. So to me, water is also that expression of the self, like, you know, to allow that fluidity, because our expression of ourselves changes all of the time. Not like, we can be a certain person in a sense or express ourselves in the world or in our relationships or in our work a certain way but then it will, it will make it stagnant and then we feel that and we feel that kind of oh heaviness in a different way or we feel it just not mm, just something's just not moving here do you know like but I don't need to push it but I can become aware of that and then can I allow that to change then as well like you know can I invite that movement in and allow that stagnation those old parts of me that no longer want to be expressed no longer need to be expressed because there's a new life force new energy coming through and then can I meet that and maybe dance and move with that and also because I'm going to be meeting all the emotions of that there as well the grief of But that one, like, I know, and I've worked so hard to get here. And I, you know, I was an accountant for so long. And now I have to put on this, you know, dance into this world instead. You know, like, where it's so less tangible or whatever it is. So, to me, it's that movement, that expression. But we're meeting maybe where we're at the clunky stage. You know, where it's like, oh, oh, I don't know how to move. Or it feels so awkward, feels so weird. And I'm so conscious of myself suddenly in my body. Do you know, like, so to me, the... The water is that, you know, if you get a hula hoop and just play with it and see and you'll meet that part of you that is the adult of, you know, be, be you know, be sensible, you know, be really structured, like sort of thing, like, you know, and, and whatever you do, don't have too much fun now, like, you know, and you're, you're allowing that inner child who just could swizz that around and do the cartwheels and do everything else with it to sort of come out and meet that. But there's, there's usually a lot of resistance to meeting that playfulness, that, that fun aspect or that sort of innocence that movement that fluidity which to me is a lot of sort of the, the, the child our inner child knows it do you know like and how often do we get up and actually just move and be you know in a sense we may call it be stupid but it's like allowing things just to move through us for the fun. like. And to me, that's that dance, that ecstatic dance. I remember the first time I did it years ago, I was just sitting going, oh no, don't make me do this. <laughs> you know, so many years ago, and I could feel it and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And after, it's like, okay, have deep, deep compassion to the self that just did not want to move. Like, And then the next time I could see that was just, I could move into it. And I was like, wow, there was the shift without having to, you know, trudge and work at it and dig everything out it had naturally shifted like you know so it informs us in our movement which is the water like Mm,
0: that's beautiful i think so much about you know that growing into adulthood and the the aging process really has to do with the balance of of water and earth right because if you think of, of of a young child or you know a brand new tree with its branch just so vibrant, like you know, the you can see the greenness in its cell. and so much of that has to do with it. there's not that much earth and just yet this, you know, which makes them all more, also more vulnerable on other levels. You know, that's why a child needs needs parenting to to make sure it has that container. Um, but what we see in a child is this this free expression of emotions and, you know, and they go from mm-hmm. crying to laughing to shouting to hugging, um, you know, there's, there's this free flow to it and you see it in their movement because how we do one thing is how we do everything in, in life uh, and so all the layers are connected with us and to me so much about the Asian, aging processes, you know, you can see it, we are, as a society, we're all resisting, you know, there's, And there's so much marketing around it, and that can only work because there's a longing to that youthfulness. And I think somewhere we have it maybe connected to the, we've connected it to the symptoms of youth, you know, a certain type of skin or a certain type of hair color or not, you know. But I think what we're really longing for is that free flow of water, that free flow of expression. And so to me, instead of growing older and harder, which would be an over expression of earth element and an under expression of water i mean, instead of growing harder can we grow over time wiser and so we're we're not resisting the natural tendency but we stay in balance between the element of of water and earth as we go along and we have it in our language you know we talk about the fountain of youth you know there's the water right there the water connects us to this um uh, yeah just this young um, free expression and so there when we work with water in that in that, in, in that sense there's an invitation to find ourselves those parts within us that have become just stagnant that have become maybe harder instead of wiser because to me wisdom is integrated experiences you know, the knowledge gained from it. Getting harder is building a wall around it. And there's reason why we term some that because sometimes our system is just, there's too much information coming in at any one moment. But the invitation we talk about the water element is to to find that flow again, to find that expression and then of course you know as adults when we all work with one another we don't necessarily want to express our emotions the way children do and like shouting at each other and then crying in the office and like in you know, hugging each other and you know from one second to the other but there is a way of acknowledging our emotions in ourselves and also making room for the emotions in some in someone else also in a professional environment I mean to me that is where Where I'd like to see society to develop into that, you know, instead of putting that hard shell on in the office and, you know, very earthy and very fiery in that way, where there is room for that, where, you know, you might not cry in the office, but you just got to go like, you know, I'm going to just... Have a moment here to process what's going on for me. And then I step to the side and, you know, not being judged for that. And I take my time and then come back into it. Uh, or to do it, you know, if you go into yoga class in the evening or, you know, practice yourself or any of the rituals you have, or you go swimming, you know, in the ocean, uh, to, to make that as a conscious connection to that inner youthfulness, that inner joy that wants to express emotions uninhibited. In a way, and learning as an adult to not suppress those emotions, but learning as an adult, how can we express them in an appropriate way at the right time? So, so much of that water, those practices are actually,
1: to me, aging gracefully, aging into a wisdom mm. body, right? It's like, you know, like when you're speaking there, it's like, oh, that word, you know, like all the little bing, 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 bing. And I'm like, like, you, we go, hey, how often, like, and like, I came from an accountancy background, like, and I am just like, I like I'm concerned, like I'm just a water baby, like sort of job. Like, do you know? But it's like you know, you're too emotional. Do you know? Like you're not allowed, like you're not allowed to express those. And I know I'm not going to try and be Brandy Brown, but it's all more about the vulnerability. But how often do we think we have to be the hard ass in in life and work? Do you know? Because you're not allowed to bring that part of you with it, like with you into that space. So you have to disown that part that is already reading the room that's reading the situation that can actually go this isn't an alignment this just doesn't feel right but we have to sort of put that in the background like and as you're saying like you know the fountain of youth and then the words that sprung to my mind was like yeah you're all dried up do you know like that as we get older we're going like you're, no but in reality you're like ah uh, no because if we think of autumn which is moving into the water element which is also associated with sort of the the maga sort of just in between the mother and the crone sort of energy where we're at our fullness like where the water's there for us to actually use and it is that wisdom like where we're maybe going more into our own flow of life versus like you know maybe if we've had projects or businesses or children or whatever we were maybe looking after and nurturing outside of ourselves that we realize oh okay that's beautiful and that's brilliant but it's often a stage in life where people go well, what about me you know like I've done my I've done my kids I've done all my little businesses and it's not that I'm not going to be doing my businesses now or my projects but I might just realize I've given a lot of nurturing to outside and now I'm taking that insight and it's also the part where we begin to go you know these are my needs and I'm going to tend to them and the rest of these can maybe flow with that there <laughs> versus what we maybe have done when we're in our 30s or 40s and maybe even in our early 50s, but definitely our 30s or 40s, we might flow to everybody else's tune if we're not aware of our own needs. Like, So it definitely is that part of us that's becoming more wise, like because we're not just when we're elders, we're not just wise because we're elders, we're wise because we've taken and integrated life through ourselves, like just doesn't come naturally with age and that hardening is the where we haven't maybe allowed ourselves to flow with our own lives i think that is
0: so important when we think of
1: intergenerational
0: exchange you know we we live in a society that's so obsessed with with drive and that that energy that is usually flowing through you know through us when we're in our Teenage years to to the mid20s that that fiery energy and especially that masculine fire you know um and we've put that on a pedestal as if that's you know that's the goal of life and 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 we defined aging as something bad when we're not able to reach that intensity and that fire and that expression any anymore and whilst that is really needed because even if you think of like in terms of businesses we need that idea of startups we need that idea of fresh generations coming in and breaking through and and shaking things up and sometimes you know shocking us and triggering us and it's really important to 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 have that when we look at at a society across but we also need the wisdom that comes with with being in our emotional body and to like you said instead of flowing to someone else's rhythm that courage that comes with you know we we oftentimes describe courage to fire but there's a huge amount of courage to to be in your emotions and understand how to process your emotion and how to live your emotion take your emotion as as like validate your emotions and take them to empower you you know and that comes at a different stage in our life and so really, to me, that is, there's so much of, you know, we need that fire from the youth, but also this, this, this wisdom of, you know, where life hasn't, Crashed us down, you know. To me, that's the wise souls, not like how much money you've accumulated or how much, you know, uh, how far you've extended out. Then it can be an expression of that as well. To but to me, wisdom is someone who's experienced all facets of life, the highs and the lows, and that in itself has a water quality to it, right? The ebb and flow, the going out and the pulling in, that oscillation. um and has come out on the other side, and is or still in the midst of it. But the fire is still in their eyes. You know, there is still a full heart. There's a full, you know, engagement with life. To me, that is that is wisdom. That person has learned to ride the whole roller coaster that life is without drying up. And I want to learn from that person. So just the way I want to be inspired from someone in their late teens, early twenties, about you know that mm. that that we, it's just like you know. <laughs> the rebelliousness and this idea of you know i am invincible you know we need that because that inspires us as well but also taking inspiration from that so to me whether we take it as a generational exchange or an elemental exchange is so is so valuable i think um to all of us in terms of healing then not just individually but healing as a society when we look at the issues that are at hand politically you know environmentally and
1: yeah yeah it's teaching us like that it's Just like we've chatted about it in every podcast, all phases are important, all ele- elements are important in different ways for each of us, but each one can inform the other. So, when we're going, like, you know, all wisdom is part, we're not, like, but we can look at, at like a three year old and go, Oh my god, like out of the mouth of babes come, like, you're like, Oh my god, they, they see it, they see. They see things we don't even see like that way. Like they can pinpoint things and read the room far better than sometimes the adult can. Like, you know, like so it's it's all, we can hold all of it in different forms at different times because we need different parts of an element at different times. Just like we need different phases of energy within us that way. Like, so it's, it's all, each part feeds the other. Just like each element feeds another. Each phase of life feeds another. Like, but it, it, to me it's like the... The water is the appreciation of the emotions have so much to teach us that way. They have so much to reveal to us that way, like, and if they don't move that way, like then we're getting stagnant, we're getting stuck. And sometimes no amount of fire and no amount of pushing and no amount of going into the air is going to get it shifting, like, because we actually have to sit in the water or surrender to the water and do that backfloat. Rather than trying to do the big, big hundred stroke breaststroke to get out of there as fast as possible, sometimes we just have to be in it. Like, and to me, that's water's teaching is just that surrender, like to where mm-hmm. we're at. And I think
0: completely. I think what you what you mentioned there, this uh, where the teaching comes in, or that this learning, uh, the information comes in, we you know we have it everywhere it's like uh, everything runs through air through our mind you know the school system everything is built through that and there is value absolutely in that but the the other way of information that comes into us uh is through water and it goes straight into our body it it, it's 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 information Mm. that that you can embody without having to as such think about it necessarily if we're willing to go in that so we're almost bypassing the the thinking mind that can come with its own difficulties. So when we receive through the emotional body, through the water body, when we are not trying to overthink it, you know, there's a way of taking the emotions and discussing them and there's, there's need for that as well and dissecting them, but there's a way of just simply experiencing what is and sensing how that emotion makes me feel in my body. What does it move in my body? And if I'm just present to that moment by moment by moment, it changes my physical expression and you can see it in people it's so interesting having taught yoga for so long you can see because again we mentioned it in last week's uh, episode that you know we all have a different sort of intensity of the different elements that influences at a different different level and you can see it in people's practice when we're connected to the water element there is a you know when we're present to that there is a certain pliability to the muscles. There is a certain embodiment that happens throughout the entire body, you know, that is not so much the information, you know, and I've trained yoga teachers in a certain level of physical anatomy that that we are training through embodiment, but also through teaching anatomy and movement in that way. But you can see in the physical body when when it has dropped into the body for someone And, and it usually comes through the water element rather than through this uh, micromanaging and we need to do that at times and go in but you know turn this leg in that way do this with your pelvis then do this across your collarbones and yes we are doing this but these cues are really an idea for people to get into their body and to feel more but if we stay at this is the right rotation for you know for my arm in my shoulder joint and I stay at that and I don't let it ripple I keep it in the air element and so Flowing yoga practice have lately become like a bad rep, and I can understand why that reputation comes from as well. Like the idea of just swinging limbs through space and moving very fast, and you know your mind isn't even in in the conscious movement. But there's a level of where we can also express ourselves through flowing practices where we are not obsessing about the alignment moment by moment. That allows us to embody ourselves in a in a completely different way. Gets out of our head, and I think that's where the water element is so important so we need all of them again it's like I'm not Mm. you know advocating for teaching yoga without ever having looked at you know an anatomy (laughs) lesson Um, but there is a level of of trusting I think that's where where the practice becomes and also more personal is because whatever we're feeling in any given moment or however our organs are positioning themselves in our body However, the muscles that hold so much water are tensing or not tensing and the body gives me so much information about myself in this moment. So we're moving to that place of instead of having a teacher standing at the front of the room, which we need for safety and, and, you know, having a sequence and a structure to it and keeping an eye on you, it brings though in a way the responsibility and the ability back into us to go instead of going, well, I don't know too much about yoga, so you teach me to, well, I know Demonstrate yep. what's going on in my body right now. I can feel it, and so I take your guidance as a teacher, but I'm integrating it into my practice. So it brings the
1: responsibility back. So in that way, the water element, I think,
0: is super mm-hmm. empowering if you know how yep. to
1: engage yep. with self-reference it. And in a different way. Like, and it's the same when you're speaking. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's the same when I teach right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we have, a, and it's interesting. Like, and there's never right or wrong because they're all stepping stones through your learning curve. But it's the same when we learn. It's like. People are, you know, you, you learn the A, B, C, Ds off your hand positions and people aren't seeing the video. So it's like, you know, this hand position A in your top of your head and your third eye and your chakras, depending on what way you've learned Reiki, like, but the idea is that we will have, that will maybe teach me, but I can also see eventually the idea is to let that go. And then I'm just fluid with my practice, like, but then sometimes we will hold on to that structure because we're afraid to let go of the training wheels and to go into the flow and the fluidity but to really trust the body that the body and my emotional system will guide me to where I need to be where to place my hands like or when they're sitting to receive initiations which is really just meeting yourself like that way like it's not like people I'm going to go into that but like it's just meeting yourself that way like but you can see that where the body is moving and uh, 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 but if people don't realize you that that's They're telling me everything I need to know. Can you, can you, like, are you sick? I'm like, no, I'm just watching. My eyes are open and I'm just watching how words land, how energy lands, how you sit with yourself. And you're already telling me, what's going on there emotionally like or what's where in the body if you're more in the mental body than the emotional body the physical body everything's speaking like but we can learn to do that for ourselves so we're meeting ourselves like so if things are people go oh yeah I could stay here all day at my heart oh, I would just stay here and then you, they, you find they've skipped they're not touching anywhere else and you're like hmm what's going on oh they're not so nice like I can feel it and you're like oh, okay so I invite you if you want to stay there and meet that what that's what's moving in you, rather than just what's you know already maybe got full movement or it feels nice. You're actually maybe sitting with those parts that are a little bit, eh, 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 but to meet the emotion that is looking to move like, so it's to me like it's yoga, it's reiki, meditation will be the same, and shamanic practices. When I'm like supervising students, out there with my mentors, like you can see it, but we need all those clunky parts to get us to the flow, not really, because it's only through that structure that we learn then to, oh, okay, that's got me so I can lean back on that anytime I need to, but I can also now, let's just play and that to me is the flow element then, like,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so important in, in all of the movement practices. Um, when I studied Tai Chi, yes, he was always talking about the principles you know he's like he's trying to convey me as like principles of movement um and of experiences but then take my job was to take it beyond the principle and this is like you know you have your hand positions in reiki but then don't stick with that that gives us a reference a framework you know it's anatomy and understanding how to move the body but at some point you repattern your body and that new movement is there and I don't need to cognitively think about all of that adjustment I get it by principle I know what it does because it creates an integration of the whole body and so then the question is can I move the whole body and in all of those expressions it's when you when you think of it again no element is better than the other but and you can you look at it from so many different ways when we think about um earth as our foundation there is sort of a a progression in a way through water in that way where we go well now we have the foundation and now we're moving into fluidity we couldn't be in the fluidity if we didn't have a solid foundation or container to hold all of all of that and so it is the water is informing the earth and the earth is giving that 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 structure so the water element can flow through us in life and so you can take this and I think all those practices are also symbolic to the rest of our life. Because to me, there's no difference between, you know, on the mat, off the mat, I'm practicing Reiki, looking at astrology, or uh, buying a loaf of bread. It, 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 it's, it's, it's all one life. And so then the question to me is, um, how can we take those formal practices into practices of every day? You know, so we come full circle, kind of sit with the water, but also what aspects in my life are earthy? where do I create the stability and the structures for me and that's one type of work that requires that and where in my life can I live fluidity you know that that expression that has is a certain courage of going beyond the principles and going beyond the initial foundation so you know how am I planning so it it's really sound from a business perspective to have a five-year plan and it's really sound to have sort of a a projection in figures and you know looking at your cash flow and mm. looking at you know all of those things or you know in your life as like you know what's my mortgage what's my rent what needs to come in what's going out there is and and having a plan where they want to go but then to not miss life by hanging on to that for dear life and if there is an opportunity coming that surprises you to that's essentially why we create the structures so that we then can say yes to life and engage in the flow of life. So to me that invitation is as a practice, look around your life where where are you lacking structure? Where do you feel like you have no container and as a result you're actually retracting from life? And then where in your life is so much structure and so much planning, even the way you work out or the way you, you know, make your meals. I mean, some of us need more structures, but where has it become obsessive that there is actually where you're planning every detail of your life, where life can't actually whisk you up? Because these are the great moments of joy and and surprise and enlightenment, isn't it? Like we can't sort of, I can study a certain amount of understanding, but then it's that moment when I'm teaching class and seeing everybody move where that understanding all of a sudden clicks and go like, holy shit, I actually see here what's going on on a greater scale. But you can't prepare for that. So you can prepare for that, but you can't organize that moment to happen. So to me, that's the interplay between earth and water as a daily, very pragmatic practice in, in planning our life and running our life and running our
1: business and also the relationships that we yeah, have. Yeah. You
0: know. What have about to
1: you? have room for life, like not well, look. Like, so you can have all all it's kind of like knowing you're chatting there I'm just thinking, going yeah just think of this year like we all sat maybe in December and January going here's my yearly plan here's my projections here's my cash flow here's what I'm gonna do and then slam bam it's like whoa all that structure that I thought I could rely on isn't there so then how did I react to that? Even if we reflect back on that, cause that can inform me then for the way forward. Like how did I react to those structures change and, and so quickly possibly like, do you know like where I feel the floor has been pulled from beneath me? I feel what I was, the ground that I had bolt was not even possibly there or very different, you know, and the word that was flying around was pivot, pivot, pivot. Like, you know, like, so how, did I pivot? Did I feel I don't, I don't need to pivot. I'm going to actually go my own flow. Rather than, because, no, should I, everybody's pivoting, should I pivot too? But maybe my own flow was different to what a lot of other people were doing. So was I able to be with where I needed to be? Or did I try and hop in the boat beside, a boat that wasn't mine or beside somebody else and go, well, everybody seems to be in this river, so I'm going to go down this one too. You know, so even reflecting back on this year can teach us so much about how we met water. Do you know, because then, obviously, if we navigate this year with no emotions, I, brilliant like do you know like but highly unlikely do you like so how did I meet all those emotions that maybe I thought oh I've dealt with those because there were it was unpredictable times like and we're still in them in a sense but that can give us so much information about how I meet because water will come in and change and we're meeting that moment at that time I mean all those other moments after it too like but how did I did I flow did I did I stagnate did I go in my own flow? Did I was I able to meet my emotions? And this is not about a right or a wrong. This has given us an understanding of ourselves in those moments where the foundations, the structures change, and then how we meet them. Like because that can inform me. Oh, okay, what, what what could I have done differently? What support maybe did I need that I didn't ask for? You know, or did I just maybe enjoy for once? Oh, deadly. I don't, oh God, let all those structures go and just like, just sort of blob, not even blob out isn't the word, but maybe it just allowed allowed my container to expand. And beforehand I was keeping myself in this little small glass and now I'm like in a big carafe or a big bowl. Like, do you know, like, so it's even reflecting back and seeing how did I interact with all those elements, like I think is really potent. It's really beautiful and y- you can see the, the
0: emotionality, you know, when you, when you look at sort of the news and, um, also social media postings, this, you know, collectively trying to hold it together at the mm-hmm. beginning. <laughs> and everyone coming up with really good ways of you know keeping the old show on the road and the resistance we all have to change we all felt it coming but we're like surely i could be clever enough and just pivot a little bit so i don't have to you know yeah. face the whole tsunami that's that's coming in and you can see it um without going too much in in into those aspect but uh, politically you can see it in terms of human rights the emotionality the things that come are are coming up and have been spoken about and the force and the passion and the anger uh, that is all coming to the surface which is all part of this experience that we're going through together and this I think with structures dissolving it's this idea that sometimes we don't even know there was a container there was a structure And I think this is sometimes the most traumatic where you realize, oh, I didn't think that was a foundation, thought that was a given for everybody. I didn't think that, you know, and so sometimes we don't know things can change until they change. And then it's like, oh, 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 you know, so there's this, this really, this conditioning in a way as well being pulled off of us and then we have a reaction to that, so then I've noticed lately like a lot more people are, are like openly speaking about their own personal fears about you know especially in the yoga world about as a yoga teacher you know the the fear of losing their job of not being able to sustain themselves of feeling that you know our whole community is crashing and you know the viability of that and that it goes through 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 all layers of society and people starting to to verbalize it and to me when I look at it from a wider scope, there's a certain level of processing that's starting to happen. That this initial trauma and shock that had us all in its script, first holding on to reality and then being totally drowned and overwhelmed by it all is now surfacing uh, as, as an expression, you know. And once you put words to words it there's already some level of awareness and reflection around it. So it's it's really interesting to watch that process. And it's been it's been this year has been such an intense meeting of of water and earth to me. And in and, and that way, there was this tidal wave that really swept off any sort of structures. And, you know, uh, then with the emotionality that com- comes in with all of this, the invitation long haul is, of course, to, you know, rebuild structures in ways that are serving us collectively. So, and also to um, like any, any big sort of shock in that way is always inviting us. It, it opens our field to what we can hold emotionally it's like when we when we uh, we're grieving someone um we never for the- when we grieve someone for the first time it's it's this expansion of your emotions where you where you realize oh i i actually i heard about these feelings, but I never ran them through my system you know and there's a the massive grieving process going on about about everything about our our life as well, the structures we had, and for a lot of us, we loved the way you know it wasn't that like everyone hated their life there was a whole lot of people that it didn't work for but a lot of us have already created a, a certain way that we really enjoyed and there's a certain emotionality around that as well grieving for something that you actually mm-hmm. loved you know for some there's relief the sense of oh jesus at least i didn't have to hand in my notice <laughs> <Do> you know <laughs> like it, it was sort of taken out of my hand but for a lot of us there's this like this this very this honest loss Um about something that, that, we, that we loved and this disillusionment. So whilst we're in it, we're experiencing just like grief and in, in when it happens, as like, mis- like you're losing a person in your life that you love. Um, you're, you're so in it, it, it can't even be digested. But with a little bit of distance, now looking back over those experiences and you know having lost um, someone, you, you really see also how, how you've expanded as a person. Your your emotional bandwidth is really ex- expanding. So the process is never pleasant, most painful at times. And I think collectively we're going through this. There's an there's an expansion that water also brings. There's a connection and expansion. We're connecting to each other on a on a totally different level at the moment. Um, there's an expansion. So. My invitation is to not only see the anger and the the hatred that's coming out and it needs to come up. It's really important that that has been swept up, but to also see, you know, the connectivity that is beginning to happen. Um, and so really what water does, because if you think of water, it just goes everywhere. So there's this expansion, really, that's happening. And then an invitation for us to obviously at some point bring Earth in again and build build more structures. But there's no point in building structures while the tidal wave is still coming yeah. in. And this is sometimes really, I find that's a, such a water Piscean experience. Um, when When you're down and you're wiped out of your, you know thrown off your surfboard off this wave and you've been tumbled inside this water and you don't know where up and down is like that's not the time to look for your surfboard like you gotta surface first and then you get on your surfboard and then you paddle and then you decide whether to take another wave or you gotta go onshore because you gotta just you know reset a little bit so the foundations that's always coming coming afterwards so but it's something that we're not necessarily used to you know staying in that space of uh, ungroundedness and and fluctuation but to me from a white escape that's sort of the invitation we're talking about practices of water we're in the perfect
1: environment right now to really observe what's Mm. coming up for us we're even seeing Mm. how quick we are to go back to normal like because to me that's go back to the old structure because at least there was some form of land to stand on but it's like that's not the time for it yet like do you know like because we're still exploring what that can even look like or, or feel like you know, like so. It's like you. T- we took the water, shook it, and all the stuff was rising. Like and we're kind of going, please settle quickly, please settle quickly. Oh my God, there's still stuff floating there. Please just settle. And it's like, can I still be with life and and all of the experiences? And that's the if you think of emotions, can I be with all of the emotions that are within me, but also that are moving throughout the world? And rather than going, that's the right way, that's the wrong way, it's like all of those are valid and like because everybody is experiencing differently so what can I allow for that because that allows me then within myself to go within myself all of my emotions are valid like they might not all be true and all of that there as well like but we can go they're all valid like do you know when I was chanting to somebody during the week a client came it was their first session I was like you know when I was like right so bring all of you here And she's like, what? And I go, you know, what you're telling me about, X, Y, Z. I go, bring that sadness, bring that anger, bring the peace, bring the joy. And she's like, my God, she goes, that's so good to know. And she goes, I have never thought of that. And I was like, yeah, I go, we don't want to keep them all in different parts of the house locked up. Bring them all to the kitchen table. And she's like, oh, my God, even just hearing that is brilliant. Do you know, because when I look at the world, I'm like, let's bring it all. Because it's only when we bring it all to the table and give everybody their voice for their emotion, that we see. Okay, like how can all of this maybe live together, like, or find some ground to land on, like.
0: That's beautiful. Mm. So, to close out, um, yes. it's been such mm-hmm. a beautiful conversation with you. Um, is there anything that you feel that you
1: want to add? <sighs> any. I'm going to give a ceremony. (laughs) I have to put in, I have to, you know me, I have to put in a little ceremony. So we're not engaging, well, well, not that we're not engaging, but like, because we'll probably engage in a lot of this through the head, through the body, through the motions, but actually let's just go out to nature again, that way, like, and go into ceremony. So it can be as simple as, you know, find a piece of water. And that could be, you go, your glass of water, All right? But, if you can, if you can find even just a little pocket off it somewhere out in nature and just go into relationship with that one place and show up to it weekly, daily if you can, but go into relationship with it. Like, And it could be that it's just every day, the t- days you show up to it, that you just chat to it, you share your emotions with it, you share where you're at with life or you just ask it, you know, show me. And don't go, you know, like I have to see something in the water or it has to, you know, come flying out and speak to me that way. But just see maybe or be open to seeing what it's showing you. And it could be that you leave just a little leave to float on it every day to give thanks back to it. But just so you're accessing it through the subtle ways rather than just maybe through the mental body or the physical body. So it's like just go into relationship with it. Yeah. So that would be my thing. I have to leave with a little ceremony.
0: That is such a beautiful note to to end and as well. <laughs> so, thank you, Rosaline as well for this really beautiful little conversation. My thanks, everyone for. Thanks, everyone for for listening. As always, um, get in touch if you have any questions or suggestions. And um, other than that, we'll see you in mm. the next podcast with the next yes. element. Bye, bye. See you soon. Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and B.B. Dalman If you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on Instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdalman.com and TheThirstySoul.com.